Welcome to Under the Blanket with your host, Baba Here Love. Now, this blanket is a cosmic blanket. Those on the path of awakening are protected by the blanket. The blanket is a state of mind. The blanket is a state of heart. The blanket is a vibration in the here and now, and you realize the guru is you. So, I'm here with another guru, because we're all the guru. Um, Tom. And we're going to talk about, first, the 12 steps uh, on the AA or uh, uh, path of spiritual awakening. So, take it away, Tom. Hey, thank you, Eric. And, thank, I mean, thank you, uh, Bob, I hear now. Bob, I hear love, whatever alias you're going by these days. And um, I want to uh, I want to thank you for welcoming me onto your uh, Under the Blanket podcast. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be here now. And um, I just want to say to everyone who listens to your podcast, because I know people do, um, I think, you know, you're one of the most spiritually devout people I know. And um, you inspire me to uh just stay on the path i just wanted you to know that so um you're welcome buddy um you know i think my spirituality started when i met you you know i'm not i'm not I'm, i'm not you know i'm just saying like it all began right at that moment you know it all just happened to be happening when when we met um anyway but um yeah i like how you said it um I was going to interrupt, but I like what you said, you know, the 12 steps uh, as far as spiritual awakening, because basically there's so many fellowships that use the 12 steps, whether you're an overeater, you know, uh, you cut your wrists, you, 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 uh, you know, sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever your replacement for spirituality or God is. Basically, that's what I find in the common the common denominator is we have a a side we have a hole inside of ourselves that only god could fill and we use food drugs sex whatever your vice, whatever your choice weapon and choices we stuff that down into the hole and it never satisfies us and it never does what only god can do so and then I found out after years of trying to practice these steps and basically being a student in the rooms. But um, anyway, um, you know, it was through through basically hitting bottom as far as in life. You know, I just felt like a loser and completely addicted to drugs and in, addicted to insanity and, you know, beyond that, wanting to escape but not being able to escape and having zero power left inside me, just completely spiritually empty and bankrupt. And um, from there, you know, it was presented to me that maybe a higher power could restore me to sanity. And I, I, I was cool with that idea because I said, you know, where else do I have to turn? You know, um, I feel so low that maybe, maybe God or 
something bigger than it has to be something bigger than me because I don't think I I truly understood that I was beyond human aid. There was no way that any human was going to wave a magic wand over my head and make me not be an addict. And there's no way any human it's 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 laughable to think that somebody's going to sit there with me for 24 seven and hold my hand and chain me up so I don't go use again. So, you know, step two for me was just like, okay, let's let's, you know, let's you know, let's talk about spirituality a little bit. You know, maybe maybe that could be the way out of this. And then quickly in step three, it was like, all right. Now turn your life over to God. Oh, boy. As you understand them. Okay. Uh, Well, I felt like, you know, I was so empty inside and just so broken and with no answers left and just made my life was just complete shambles. Like I was I was basically running my own life for years and just, you know, put, you know, uh, what do they say? Um, just just crashing burning and crashing you know like this the self-driven life wasn't working for me i tried it so this is the only option for me i believe because i tried self-will i tried self-knowledge none of that was working so it was time to turn to something bigger than me and and quite more vast than me and and as eric knew, knows because he met me years before my my downfall he met me years before that, you know, so I was already digging the idea of oneness and one consciousness and God and, you know, the, you know, the, the one and, you know, the, the fact that everything that I am inside me and outside of me is the same. You know, I am the universe and the universe resides inside me. I, I was cool with that idea. So I was already all right with the idea of a higher power. But it's just that, you know, the stuff that I got into, you know, the heroin and the cocaine and all that, you know, wasn't exactly spiritual. So, um, you know, it was very greedy and nasty drugs. So basically it put me in a place where, you know, God wasn't really in the picture anymore. And, and you know, finding the, the deepness in life that wasn't on the agenda anymore it was all about getting off and getting the fix and basically being a prisoner. So here I am a prisoner. I realize that I have no more power, no more control and no more choice. You know, I'm going to use it's inevitable. I have no power over it. And once I pick up, I can't stop no matter how much it tortures me. So I believe God intervened in my life and put people in my life that could help me. And for the first time in my life, I asked for help, and um, it was time to do some work. So I took the third step, and I and I said the third step prayer with my sponsor, and I handed my life over to God as I understood Him. And what proceeded after that was a course of action where I would. I would then look at all my fears. I would look at all my resentments, all the problems I had with the world, all the all the blaming I I was doing, all the times I didn't want to look at the the common denominator was me. And um, 
I took an inventory. And it had to be honest and it had to be thorough. So that meant I had to pray first because I don't really know much about honesty and thoroughness. I know about cutting corners and 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 ducking my head under the sand and hoping things will go away. So I needed I needed guidance from a higher being. So I prayed to a God I wasn't sure really existed. And I asked for guidance to be honest and thorough. And I listed all my resentments and I listed all my fears and I, I I just put all my shit, if you will, on paper. And there's something beautiful about writing because it just gets it out and then I can look at it and see what it is and just look at it for what it is. And I can't stress the importance. I, I feel I can't do the 12 steps alone. I have to have somebody with me that has experience to help me through it, to guide me, not only to guide me, but to, to, to help me look at all my stuff so that that way I don't think I'm the worst person in the world. You know, I'm not alone in this. And, and, and by doing that inventory, um, I'm basically summarizing everything here. I'm taking, uh, taking you on the journey that I went on. And by doing that inventory, I was then able to identify the stuff that separated me from God, if my character defects, if you will. So in step six and seven, I was able to identify those defects and everything that separated me from God and seeking his will. So then it says, humbly asked him to remove these defects. So that means I can't ask him unless I seek humility. So how do I seek humility? Well, to me, these days, my part of my spiritual practice is to realize that I don't know everything anymore and to be a little more open-minded and willing to try things and to listen to people and realize that I don't have all the answers. And basically, um, just try to observe in my eyes, the beauty of God in all things, you know, in nature, in, in the eyes of a child, um, just in human beings coming together in, in love in all forms. And, and that's my way. And, and then also, you know, basically these days, I, I, I start my day by asking God to show me how I could be of service to others. And, and that's my way of seeking humility. And I don't really go, you know, talking about the word humble all the time because I think by talking about it, you're canceling it out. So that's kind of the opposite of humility, if you will. So um, I feel like I'm just speaking in one long run on sentence, but I'm trying well, to sum, every, sum everything up here in 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, well, you know, you basically took us the journey of the 12 steps, and uh, I would like to add to that, Tom, with uh, my perspective of uh, how the 12 steps could be approached uh, that relates with what you're saying. Are you ready to go on this journey? We've just been on Tom's journey. Absolutely. All right, so I feel the 12 steps can be an actual energy in the body of consciousness and in the sense, when you when the first step is taking, 
the the head opens, the energy in the head opens up, like this field of energy opens up, and then a seed is planted, boop, and it drops to the bottom, the root chakra, and then all the work, you know, the defect examination, the giving it up right. to a higher power, the Ma- conscious making contact. A, making amends for the past. Making amends. Yeah, and all that stuff. That is is like helping the seed start, like, get ready to grow. And it's still a seed, though. Even up to step 11, the seed's getting ready. Then, yay, the happy part. Step 12 happens. You become spiritually awakening. You realize that you are a soul, not a human body. You are infinite. You are beyond time and space. That's when the seed starts to grow. And and then you work on it by helping another alcoholic in that particular approach to the 12 steps. And that's how I see it as an actual. It could be. Others can use it in whatever way they would want to. But it, it could be an actual change of consciousness that occurs, you know. And I wanted to add one more thing. Uh, Bill W. actually, under the blanket fans, will appreciate that because Neem Karol Maraji is the blanket guy. That, and uh, his uh, disciple or whatever, Ram Das, Richard Albert, was a friend with Bill W. and Timothy Leary and Aldous Huxley. And they were all part of the psychedelic movement. And Bill W. had his first experience of spirituality on Belladonna at a hospital when he uh, hit rock bottom. And they gave Belladonna, which is not a psychedelic that many people have used, but they used it back then. And he had an experience of God within and peace and serenity. And then he, by working the steps and creating the steps and doing all his work, he was able to cultivate that spiritual awareness and then he discovered LSD, and he said it had a profound, it was like the second time he was experiencing exactly what he experienced when he hit rock bottom. And he's like, I could just take this pill and experience that same thing every time, and that could remind me. So he was like, hey, that would be great for the 11th step. You know, people could be take it, and then they get conscious contact, and from there, you know, whatever, you know, so... He tried to promote it within that, and that's a and Richard Albert broke away from the psychedelic movement and became Ram Das, promoted meditation and that sort of thing, and I believe Bill used to use it every Saturday. So anyway, just an interesting story to add to that. Anyway, um, so take us through the later steps. I believe we left off at step seven with you. Right, and I and I, I really really enjoyed. That I, I really I'm gonna carry that with me. I love that whole whole idea of a seed being planted. You know, it's like you know I'm so empty, and then you know I need I need I need a new life. I need a new you know we call it a design for living, but really isn't it like an awakening? Isn't it like uh, I'm gonna give up my old life for a new life? Because no, I can't do any in between stuff. Like I have to I have to be reborn. You know, the addict needed to die. I couldn't, I, I can't carry that with me. I can't live the same way I used to live and have sobriety. You know, some, I feel some people, you know, they go to 12-step fellowships, but they don't work the 12 steps. And I'm like, okay, so what's the point here? You know, 
I'm just going to not drink or not drug or, you know, not overindulge in cupcakes or whatever my thing is. And I'm not going to dig. I'm not going to go for the spiritual spiritual aspect. You know, somebody somebody quoted Bill the other day. He said, you know, someone asked him, I'm having some problem with the spiritual aspect of this program. And he goes, well, what other aspect is there? You know, basically <laughs> that's built for you. That's built if, for you. If, if, if you want to sum up the 12 steps, it's like drop everything you're doing. Find God in your own way, whatever that is. And live it, man. And basically, I'm finding in my journey, it's like. All right. So you want to hear about after after I made those amends, which is basically sitting down and you want to talk about wait, humility wait, Tom, i gotta stop yeah. you right there for a second something's happening right now i feel to the left hand side an astral entity has entered into this sphere bill w from beyond the grave is here in the room now with us under the blanket and he wants to say something through the meat puppet known as baba here love talk meat puppet my fellowship has always been about awakening from the ego. The suffering that the addict or the alcoholic undergoes is what is needed for that particular soul for it to fully awaken. The steps are powerful. And even if it just helped one person who saves one life, saves the world entire. We are here for service that is all i must go but i am always here now with you in the serenity of oneness carry on tom carry on speak what you must speak right right on man yeah i I feel he would say that because yeah um if it wasn't for being for me growing into a complete lush and junkie if you will I wouldn't have found this beautiful way of life, which I'm so in love with now. You know, I get to wake up every day. And now that I've, you know, you know, done the, the, the part of it where, you know, you're basically cleaning up all the wreckage. If I didn't do that, I couldn't live in 10, 11 and 12. There's no living in 10, 11 and 12. If you skip four through nine and you don't, you don't repair the past and you don't look at your junk. You know, I can't live God's will. I can't I can't sit in his grace and mercy without without taking care of all that stuff. So basically upon awakening, I ask I invite God into my life and I thank him for waking me up sober. And I thank him for his grace and mercy. And I ask him to keep me free, a very specific prayer to be keep me free of fear, dishonesty, resentment and self-pity. Basically, like you were saying, the ego, right? Yeah. And Bill W. saying that. Bill W. talked through me. Right. And. And and if I if I keep clear of fear, resentment, dishonesty, and self pity, I can better see opportunities for service, like you said. And if, if I take 
those opportunities for service and I make my day about service, I can I could align my will with God's will and then I could be happy, joyous and free. The end. And then wow. the next day and then the next day wake up and do it all over again. Wow. Yeah. And um, that's beautiful that you took us through the 12 steps and you appreciated the energy uh, and that like uh, examination per- perception of it. And yeah. And Bill W showed up to hang out with us. So that calls for a song, you know, <laughs> uh, cool. so Tom's going to play us a, a song and we'll discuss a little bit of that sort of thing. All right. Right on. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's see. Let me get my my guitar here. And, uh, it's so cool. Again, I'll say it again. It's so cool to be on this podcast with you. Um, and whoever this reaches, um, I'm glad to be sharing this moment with you. Okay.
Beautiful, beautiful. All right. This has been Under the Blanket with your host, Baba Here Love, and guest host, Tom. Tom, close out the show with some significant thing. <laughs> um, like you always say, live in the moment, try to stay in today, be present, because all my fears and anxieties come from worrying about what's going to happen later on. But if I just stay right here now, I really feel like all my fears and pain melts away. And um, stop thinking I'm the most important person in the universe. Try to help somebody else out. And I guarantee it, every single time I try to do that, whether it's something big or the smallest little act of kindness, I just feel like a million dollars and I'm floating on air. And I really feel like God in my heart these days. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you for having me.